The 73rd episode of the Hondo Handy Podcast is brought to you by Residence Inn by Marriott. Your journey to an unforgettable stay in Ocean City at their hotel. Located at 300 Sea Bay Lane, call 410-723-2222 or find them on the web at residenceinoc.com. My guest today is Kevon Boyles, a member of the Division I men's basketball team, University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Welcome back, Kevon. Uh, Glad to you, be there. Uh, all right. We're looking forward to a little update from the last time you were on. Um, but let me give my listeners a, a little bit of information, a little background on you before we get started. Kevon was one of our local basketball stars from Stephen Decatur High School, where he was named Bayside Side Player of the Year. Kevon is a member of the Division I men's basketball team currently now. Uh, during his younger days, he played sports in Virginia before moving north to Maryland uh, to play for Stephen Decatur High School. After graduation, he attended TLAP Sports Academy in Florida. And again, now is a member of the University of Maryland Eastern Shore men's basketball team. As a freshman, uh, you played in 27 games, which is fantastic, with three starts, scoring a game a season high of 14 points, including three uh, four three-pointers against Delaware, and you had eight points, a season high, five rebounds against Baylor, and you finished with 11 points in a, and a season high, three steals against North Carolina Central. And then COVID hit, and you lost your entire uh, 2021 season. But congratulations, Kevon, so far, and I'm glad to have you back. Thank you um, so much. Tell my listeners a little bit um, uh, what it's been like the last year with COVID? Um, it's definitely something that we never seen before. Um, it was definitely an adjustment for everybody, my teammates, my coaches. And you never know. Each day, everything goes day by day, so each day could change. So we had to just adjust to whatever happened, like getting tested and different things like that. We could be practicing and then may have to stop for two weeks. So, And then, uh-huh. like, the, just the mental side of everything, it was um, – it was just an adjustment because quarantine, it really, it really could, it, it affected people differently, I would say. It depends on who you are as a person. Me, personally, I um, took quarantine. I took advantage of it. Um, I felt like I had a lot of time to just work on me as a man and just grow up a lot and mature. So I used that time to just connect with God, um, spend time with my family, appreciate the things that, that we had because you never know, like COVID took a lot from a lot of people. And I just think like it made me realize like how grateful I needed to be because you never know the next one day they're here, the next day they're gone. So COVID definitely changed my mindset about a lot of things. And, you know, uh, you know, getting the opportunity to play division one and realizing that the dream has come true. And then you run into an obstacle uh, such as COVID. Um, it's got to be life-changing. Uh, you know, doing COVID, how, how has that affected your grades, though? Uh, it has to be a challenge. Um, actually, COVID, COVID made me lock in a lot more. Like, my focus is on another, le- another level. Like, I went from my freshman year, I had a 3.1 first semester, 3.4 second semester. During COVID, I had a 3.8 the first semester, 3.9 the second semester. So... I really toned in and focused really on my academics as well as playing basketball and practicing the whole year, even though we didn't have a season. 
I just realized, like, why not take advantage of the time and use this year to actually progress and expand my learning, expand my mind, just able to grow, like I said, as a young man. And it really helped me going into this year because now I feel like it's I got to go for that 4.0 this year. It, that's my goal, and I'm not settling for anything less. Well, that is a great goal to set for yourself. Um, keep on dealing with COVID. I mean, you know, I know you wanted to practice. How, how's practicing been going on for a whole year? You've had to try to do some kind of type of practice with a, with no games. Um, it was definitely different. Uh, I think it was more mental than anything because, you know, everybody wants to play everybody. You turn on the TV, you see your friends play, like my teammate Kavey playing, like it just it was like a mental That's it right. was like yeah. a yeah. yeah. And everybody else is playing and they say we got our season canceled. But I like I said, me, like to be honest, I feel like it helped us a lot. Like we got a year to just bond together, be together, uh grind together and just strengthen ourselves and not look at it as oh Oh, they took our season away. I look at it as okay. We got a year to get better. We got a year to learn each other. So when we do step on the court, it'll be dynamic. And like I feel like we got a good group of guys coming in. Um, the guys over here last year. It's just practicing for a whole year can get hard because it's just all practices, and you really like you look forward to game days and every day. It's nothing like the atmosphere anywhere else. So it was definitely. It was definitely challenging, I feel like, for me and my teammates. Like, I watch the games, like the NCAA tournament. And, like, sometimes I'll be upset. I'm like, wishing I could play. But I know that uh, that was going to pass and we was going to get to a season this year. So I'm just glad we got through it. I mean, I definitely think it built character in us. Um, just to be grateful, like, because you never know, like, like just like that, it was our season was taken away from him. So now we got to go out and play, use every day and play like it's our last, because you never know when it could be taken away. I'm so happy that you and your team used that time to, to do some bonding, and uh, you usually don't have that much time during the regular season, but for a whole year, um, um that's been fantastic to use that time. Um, Kiva. What are you guys looking? What, you, what would you say you guys are doing? To, what were you looking for forward to this season? Um, the main thing we was doing uh, is building our culture. Um, we have a motto called One Way. That means everybody has to have the same approach. Everybody okay. has to step on the court with the same mentality. So we want everybody to just buy into our system, uh, buy into what coach is saying, not do it our way, because. I, to be honest, my freshman year, I tried to do it my way and it didn't work. So I just tell all the new kids coming in, like, you can't make the same mistakes I did. Like, buy into what's coach saying. Listen to coach. Like, people don't understand that listening is a skill set. Like, people, not everybody can listen. And that's right. where you get people that get in trouble and different things like that because not everybody can listen. Like, we got to listen first. Then we got to go apply it. And then every time we step on the court, we got to approach every day one way. Like, we can't have 10 days of approaching one way then 20 days of not approaching one way. We want to go. We want to build up to our our culture as when we're going into the season, we'll have 200 days of one way or months, months, two months, three months of one way, like, and then carry that throughout the whole year. So 
we're looking forward to definitely playing. Um, it's been I haven't played since uh, February of 2020, so in a wow. real uh, college basketball game. So definitely, I'm looking forward to that atmosphere again, just excitement. I know it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of nerves, but it's definitely definitely something I'm looking forward to. And then, like I said, I use quarantine. I just was working really hard, um, just to trying to do whatever I can to uh, help the team out and improve. So. I definitely was a growth right there. And I think most of my teammates are looking forward to just getting back into playing, getting back into building that brotherhood, being on the court with each other, high fives, handshakes, the crowd sharing, you know, just the different things that comes with basketball. Well, I like that that, that term one way. Um, you know, one thing you learn when you go to college is that there are so many talented uh, players uh, just like you. So you have to adjust your team and really be a, a team player. Um, and I think you sound as if you've done that. Yes, sir. Um, Kibon, um, you know, your team right now. Is there a lot of guys on campus or just a few of you there? Or um, we actually, uh, we just can't. We had summer training from July 6th to August 6th. And we had majority of the whole team. We had like one or two players that was finishing up other stuff, but um, it was really good. I, we had a month of just learning each other. Um, we would wake up every day, go to breakfast, you know, have team film sessions, have practice, get extra shots in the gym, and just building that that one way, that culture that we have. Like whatever, whatever we have within our team. This is our team. Like we have to be able to trust each other. We have to like if I say something to my teammates in our in our in our family circle, like it got to stay with that. So we just building that trust and that bond and that uh, camaraderie with all of us. That we we're one. We're unity. Like divided we together we stand. Divided we fall. And we want to be together. And without togetherness and without trusting each other. It's gonna be hard to play on the team because I got to be able to trust you when we step on that court that you gonna have my back the same way I'm gonna have your back. So definitely something to look forward to. Um, it's really it's really been like an enjoyment. Like this summer was really fun for me. Um, I just learned my especially the new teammates that came in. I learned like what they like and what they don't like. We got to know each other. Um, so it was really it was really good. And we come back August twenty seventh. August 20th, okay. Um, I was going to ask about uh, new teammates and maybe how many players that moved on are are, are not on the team anymore. Um, um, we got we got six new players, I believe. Um, so you did lose a few. We did lose a few. Um, for, uh, yeah, so the new kids coming in, they definitely um, quick learners. Um couple of them played college before. We have one freshman coming in. So I, I definitely like the new the guys that are coming in and I like the guys that are returning. I think we got a really a good chance to be really good. We just gotta stick to our models, play together, um, learn each other and just continue that one way motto. And I feel like we could do anything we put our minds to. We just gotta stick together. Even one thing I probably didn't well I couldn't ask you the first year. Um but what was it like playing in the MEAC conference? Um, it's definitely 
it's it's talented. Uh, I can say that uh, to be the least. Um, it was definitely different. Like you got to bring your game every night. Um, it's no like pushover. Like if you go in the game, just because you beat the team before, don't mean you're gonna beat them again. So, I think the Miac, uh definitely uh, was a lot tougher than I thought because we played like non-conference and we played a lot of schools like Oklahoma, Baylor, Stanford. And I feel like the teams in the MEAC are just as talented. Like, we put our shorts on the same way they put their shorts on. So, the MEAC definitely um, was a good experience for me. Uh, even though I didn't get to play in the MEAC tournament, um, it was definitely an experience for me. So, going in, going in uh, to this year, I just want to be able to uh, just take that experience I learned from my freshman and build on that and just continue to add and add and add to what I needed to do to help this team out as much as I can. Well, um, <clears throat> do you know if uh, your school would get that some, – some school get a year back of eligibility? Do you know anything about that for, for UBS? Uh, yes. Yeah, so every school in NCAA – I'm pretty sure Division One gets that year back. So technically, I'm going to be a sophomore in the court, but a junior in the classroom. So I still got three years left of eligibility to play. That's fantastic. Yes. Well, since you're from around here, you know I always ask this this, uh, question to my interviewers. Um, What... uh, what would you say is uh, if a kid uh, wants to try to follow his dreams, what would you tell tell a kid? I'll tell the kid, um, don't ever give up on your dreams. Uh, many people told me that I wasn't going to be able to do what I'm doing now. And, wow. and it's just a testament of hard work and dedication because if I didn't work as hard as I did because we're from the shore and because we have this stigma on us and because we don't get the same opportunities, don't stop because that just mo- that should motivate you more. Like me being from the shore, especially I was from Virginia, Eastern Shore of Virginia. So mm-hmm. it's nothing down there. Like we have no malls. We have no big time stores. There's no city. Mm-hmm. It's just land and schools and like Dollar Generals and McDonald's. And I came from... I came from there, and people told me that I would never play basketball in college. They said I wasn't good enough to play basketball in Maryland. So I just took oh. that. I took that and used that as motivation. Like, my every year, I averaged one point a game on JV. I played 16 games, scored 16 points. And the next year I came back on that same team, I averaged 20 points. So – it's just the testament of hard work. I was the last dude to get his jersey picked, the last dude coming off the bench, and I just used that as fuel when I came back and led the team the next year. So it made varsity. So any you can do anything you put your mind to. It's just you gotta have you gotta believe, have faith, hard work, dedication, and just push yourself beyond limits. Get out your comfort zone. Like everybody loves being comfortable. It's okay to sit in AC and be comfortable, but can you sit in the heat and be comfortable? Like you have to get out your comfort zones, and you got to make what's uncomfortable comfortable for you to get outside your box and just pursue the, everything you can because there's gonna be doubters and naysayers out here that's gonna tell you, oh, that you're crazy, oh, that's too big, oh, you can't do that, oh, you can't do this. People told me that all the time, but 
I didn't listen to him. I could have listened to him and said, you know what, y'all right. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just be this regular kid that's not gonna go outside his box. Like me, I saw opportunity to move and I saw opportunity to expand and see new things. And quite frankly, basketball took me all across the world to places that I never thought I was gonna be, like Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Oklahoma, Florida, Georgia. Uh, all up and down the East Coast, Royal Island, Connecticut. So I'm definitely grateful that God allowed me to have that mindset to pursue my dreams and not listen to what other people have to say. I'm so glad you're taking that opportunity to use that to your fullest advantage. Um, to my kids that are listening, um, what you what would you tell them about uh, good sportsmanship? Um, good sportsmanship goes a long way. Um, you, like I said, like me, I, you, I view myself as a brand. So however people perceive me, that's how they look at you. Like first impressions are always good. Like you don't want to be that kid that, oh, he always, oh, he's a sore loser or he has a bad attitude or he can't do this or he can't do that. Or he's a troublemaker. Like you have to, you got to present yourself to the best every time you step on the court and every time you go in between them lines because sportsmanship goes a long way. You never know. Somebody could be in the crowd and like you helping them, you knocking them down on the foul and you helping them up could be like the best thing to happen to them all week. Cause you don't know what people go through in their family and different things, or you don't know what people days been like. So doing the small gestures of helping somebody up on a foul or telling them good game or shaking their hand, like, bro, you did really good. That could go a long way. And I feel like sportsmanship is everything. Um, without sportsmanship, it wouldn't be really no sports. Um, everybody be always want to fight. Everybody be always upset. So I think sportsmanship is like a key. It's very key. Well, you know, I'm a proponent of sportsmanship, and I think that was an excellent statement, Kevon. Um, is there anything else you would like to add? Um, I just. Uh, Thank you for having me on here. Um, continue to uh, keep me in your prayers. Uh, just come out with support to UMS Games. The schedule should be out soon. And just keep on the lookout and pursue your dreams, kids out here that um, that may have doubts or may feel like nobody's watching you. Somebody's always watching you. So continue to work hard. And everything that's, that you do behind the scenes will come to light. So that's all I have. All right, well, Eastern Shore, come on out and support, support UMES and keep on balls for this upcoming basketball season. He'd love to have you on campus. Uh, well, keep on. On that note, I, I guess we will bring our interview to a close. The 73rd episode of the Hondo Handy Podcast has been brought to you by Redis, Residence Inn by Marriott, your journey to an unforgettable stay in Ocean City. Located at 300 Seabay Lane, call 410-723-2222 or find them on the web at residenceinoc.com. Our guest today has been Kevon Boys, Wolves, a member of the Division I men's basketball at UMEA. Thank you, Kevon. Thank you. Have a great day. Right, thanks.